0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Drew Coffee. You can always get 30% off your first order with code ADULTING at checkout. Kinder Beauty voted the best beauty subscription box by USA Today. Just see what everybody's raving about there. And our friends at F. Ath- athletic greens we love athletic greens we have a great deal for you guys later in the show so if you haven't heard of them for some reason make sure you listen to that and take advantage of the offer but until then as always sit back relax or baby keep it pushing And you know how we do. I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter. And Gio, our little man and then I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice, mother time on Nickelodeon. i nothing like a mother, father. If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Sh- man, you gotta be the mother, father, you could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah. We'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need all your fire, you got a cat or a dog, good vibes or probably property in school, or got a job. Cool, 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 cool. cool. We just wanna know who you are. So we can say thank you listening to adulting like a mother father hope you guys enjoyed this now sit back relax and enjoy the show
1: yeet Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother.
0: And I'm Andrew, the father.
1: And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Hitting you guys with two weeks in a row, with two guests in a row. Wait, no. We're hitting you guys up. Wait, what? No, that's right. We've got two no, guests in a row. Yeah. Um, and this one's two really... Weeks in a row. Yeah, two weeks. No, that's there. what I would have been... That's better. Um this is someone who's really special to you and us.
0: Yeah, very much so. This is uh this is my best friend in the whole world, Kenny Wiggins, Kenneth Wiggins or Ken Wiggins, depending on who you are to him. Um <laughs> This is my this is my dog. This is my boy, my homie, and uh I think you guys are really gonna enjoy him. He is one of the best people that I know in so many different aspects. Like he's he's done a lot. He's a 10 year NFL guy. Um, he comes from a very humble beginning. He's worked his ass off. He's got a beautiful family. Like, he's a good husband.
1: Great good, husband. Good father. Oh, my gosh, yes.
0: Um, and he. Hard worker. Hard worker. Business owner now. Yeah, businesses.
1: Ten, what is he, a landlord as well? He's
0: like. a landlord, but he's just a great, like, he's a very dependable guy. Like, if you have a best friend, this is like what you want your best friend to be. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so proud to be able to call him that. And he's a great guy to have a conversation with. He he loves big mm. and, um, yeah, I, I think more than anything, like I could probably go on and on, but the one thing I respect about him most is just how, how level headed and, and like logical and reasonable he is, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, but before we do, as always, I think we should jump into our win and fail. Sure. Do you have something you'd like to share? You want me to jump in?
1: Well, I've got them. Do you hit them? Okay. Um, I've got some wins and some fails, uh, plural multiple. Yeah. I'll keep it short though. So my win, one of my wins, um, is awesome. And like such a, what feels like a big accomplishment and just improvement in my life. Um, so in the last week or less than a week, I have worked out like four times. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Which like isn't it when I before kids, it was so different. I would go almost every day, five, six, seven. It, it didn't matter. I was just go it was part of my lifestyle. It was very fun. Like it really gave me like the boost for my day and then got so far um, off that routine. And since we moved, it's been so chaotic with just construction and just managing like the kids and finding our rhythm that like, it just didn't seem feasible until I finally just said like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like there's, there was an opportunity. My, my friend, um, goes to a, an F45 out here. Well, not really in where we live, but nearby close. close enough. And she just raves about it. And I said, well, when we move, you know, I'll, I'll I'll jump in. So I did. And then I just got that itch. Like or I got that itch scratched and realized that this has to become part of my lifestyle. Um, also did some yoga. You missed it, huh? I missed it. It's just it makes me feel um, whole.
0: Wholer.
1: Yeah, for sure. But just like in the actual moment of working out, I feel Ugh, like I just I feel so many things I feel strong I feel happy I feel energized I feel Oh
0: yeah
1: Um. I just feel like alive like I feel like I can think straight like I can
0: but well, you're not thinking at all right I mean that's I can
1: a- I can choose to not think at all mm-hmm. or I can actually like I can actually think also while I'm working out you know especially if something's not too complicated and you're just doing something for mm-hmm. a period of time So it's just in so many ways what I've been needing and, um, and it doesn't feel out of reach. Like I thought for sure it would be hard to slip away and, you know, find a community and I, I found it like it, this works and this Mm -hmm. is, and I'm sure this, I'll go to other ones and be great. Like, but right now, like I'm just so happy to have got, I have gotten my foot in the door and started in a, in a workout that I love.
0: Mm -hmm. Is it really nice to have a partner that's just like, yes, I want you to do this. Get out the door. No questions asked. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's nice. Thank you for <laughs> allotting me the time. Um, and I, w- I will do the same for you. you. But I think the timing was weird and such that like I gave you proper notice and I put it on the calendar and I've like asked you if this is okay, if you can cover with the kids or whatever. Not cover. That's such a weird thing to say. But, like, no, this
0: you- whole conversation is weird. It's like we, we should be doing this for each other, but we got so far away from the groove that it felt a little overwhelming to get back into it, right? Right. And the reality is, like, once you have kids, like, somebody's got to be watching the kids. So one's got to say, like, I got it, you go. Yeah. And then you flip-flop.
1: The other day, um, I was talking to my friend Kylie, and she was like, yeah, Saturday classes are so fun. Like, usually Chad comes to those. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Andrew and I should come. And she's like, who watched the kids? And I was like, oh, right. Right. <laughs> I forgot we can't work out together anymore unless you literally pay for a babysitter. Um. So anyways, no, it's been great. That's one of my wins. Um, Another win is the fact that we are in an office right now. Mm -hmm. um, And it's a lot easier to think clearly when you have a space that's quiet and just yours. And um, this was like a huge just life improvement, you know, like we're going to be able to get a lot more done and be more efficient. And um and I just think it's it's better. Like originally I thought, oh, we're moving to this big house. Like we could have an office space and be able to work there. But the truth is that I can't. Like if, if, they, if I'm near the kids, I can't separate myself very well. Mm-hmm. Really, really hard for me to do that. So at least if I'm out of the house and I feel like you feel the same way, it's like this is the time to really focus and get what you need to get done.
0: 100%. 100%. And it goes back to like the idea that I feel like we're so far away from the groove that we used to have. Like mm-hmm. I know I've said this so many times, but before Geo, like I could be gone for eight to twelve or fourteen hours like away from home working, mm-hmm. right? And it's been the exact opposite of that. So I'm so happy to have a space, even though it's not like the dream, it was something that we we put in place like literally within a day. Yeah. We're like we gotta do it. We're gonna go do it and we did it. Um but I also don't want it to feel overwhelming. So I, you know, it's a conversation I have to have with myself cause I feel guilty. It- being away at all and the idea of being away for like a work day you know Mm -hmm. seems kind of crazy
1: but i fully support it that's kind of why this came about because there was a day where i felt like you were you were not i mean i don't know that we've even recorded since that time when you were just not doing well mentally i wasn't
0: doing well all last week
1: and it was really bad and it was probably the worst i've seen it and that was the day that i came and i drove over here and i said We need a space. And fortunately, you guys, like I actually had gone to school with the girl who runs the entire office. Like it's a shared workspace, but there's individual private offices. There's like a room for podcasting. It's perfect for what we need right now. And she was so awesome and so accommodating. And we basically got in that day and we've been using it. since. Um,
0: Luckily, like with we couldn't actually get an office so i like use the co-working space for now but they're they're are like shared conference rooms and stuff which we're so, just so far we can pop into no problem like we're in to actually have like a podcast room i use quotes because podcast is sort of a loose <laughs> term. For but this. they have
1: podcast equipment like we have like this yeah. sound buffer that we're talking into yeah. i wonder if it sounds any better
0: maybe No, it's look, it's way more than we had. And it's just the idea that it's away from the house or out of sight, out of mind. And we can focus. And I think what I was trying to say was my life's changed. Like, I don't think it's a get away for eight hours a day right now situation. Like maybe I find myself like finding that again, but it's like, even if I can come For one hour a day to start, one hour away from the house every day. Like, there's so much more that I can get done this way Mm -hmm. than I could have at the house, and I can have a better balance that makes me feel better.
1: Yeah. So that's like a joint win right there. Joint win. But I've got more, so hang on to your seat. Um, I announced last night that I am a new investor and advisor of Vegan Sunday Supper.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: Oh, so that's a win for our family because we absolutely love their lasagna. It's a, it's a 100% plant-based vegan lasagna. I say plant-based and vegan because I feel like people use both terms and they're the same to me. So... Um, but not often the same for everyone else. So, um, it is a vegan lasagna. It's made with high quality organic ingredients, um, even down to the meat. Like, I know I'm kind of picky with like plant based meats. I think that if you don't need to have them in your diet all the time, like, avoid them because they're processed and high in sodium and all sorts of other things. But, um, but I like their ingredients a lot. And, um, the product is so delicious and i think being that i'm you know italian descent okay i did this for my family i did this for my culture
0: <laughs> Do this for your country man i did
1: this for my country um, and it's just like there's not there's a huge white space for for italian vegan products that are like family style yeah family I, I don't style think there's anything specifically yeah. So to to be now in this stage of life where we're like literally feeding a family and to just go and like grab something or have it delivered, whatever, because there is direct to consumer. You could buy them on their website right now. But the goal is really to get them in stores everywhere. And yeah. even what I would love to see is even have them in restaurants, like everyday family style restaurants. So that way, if you're at a restaurant and, you know, maybe someone in the family's vegan or whatever, you can order this off the menu. Yeah. Big plans. Like they have an incredible chef behind them. Like it's great really, team too. The the team like I fully stand by, so it was it's been exciting to to see that like take off and and there's a press release that's about to go out. Um, let's that just announces. keep
0: it real. It's on the ground floor right now. It's yeah. super exciting. But let's simplify. This fucking lasagna is mm-hmm. delicious. Like. Yeah. So delicious that we made one last night and we polished a whole one off between the two of us.
1: It was, yeah, it's easy. I mean, it's not easy to do maybe for everyone, but people who've got like some like solid appetites, like it is so satisfying um, that you just don't want to stop. We'll have
0: a couple kids, chase your, kid, your kids around all day and then you'll have a whole lasagna.
1: Yeah, so exactly. Simple. It just doesn't matter. You just, as long as you could just keep pummeling food into your mouth, that's really like the award the at the end of the day. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Just some, something delicious in my mouth hole.
0: And a decent show for a few minutes. Sure. Combo. Can we talk about the Kanye trilogy real quick? Oh sure. Just quickly. Okay. So we're watching this. Uh, if you have Netflix, there's a there's a new trilogy about Kanye West. It's called Genius. It's like J E E N space uh, dash Y U H S. You'll see it on Netflix. I'm sure, like it's at the top list or whatever. I didn't know what to expect, but I think you'd second this. Like, mm-hmm. it's really good it's yeah as as much as like some people have thought kanye has lost his marbles like i think his brain always worked a little bit differently for as long as the the doc like shows in his life back to like 1819 this dude is a freaking musical genius and like gene yes what yeah gene yes what i took away is just like how impressive he is in the musical space. Like he's influenced so much of hip hop. He's had a hand in so many different artists, songs and hit records and albums. And he had, without giving it all away, he had a really hard time making it as himself, like as his own artist, you know, and he's the only one and his mom, which is like such a beautiful relationship as well. Like I love his mom, Donda now from watching this, like, it's so cool to see somebody so laser focused on what they want and what they know they're gonna have and to know like who they're gonna be before anyone else sees it like it's the best example I've probably ever seen of somebody knowing before it ever happens mm-hmm.
1: you know? and really like speaking it into well, i mean yeah, speaking it into existence but also like doing everything possible, yeah, everything possible yeah yeah it was is inspiring for sure, I mean. All things aside, like I know Connie has got like a rap sheet. I can't imagine what people really think of him, and that's fine, um, but just in terms of like his ability and his like artistic like ability, that part's inspiring, yeah, and so the dedication cool. and and all of that so um yeah,
0: so that's your uh, that's your 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 content uh. What is what the word th- suggestion? Content suggestion. Maybe we start bringing a piece of content to the show every week. What again. does that
1: mean, content? Oh, you mean like sharing? Oh, gosh. I listened to a whole podcast about like what people are listening, like music wise, documentaries, what they're reading. Yeah, it's always interesting yeah. because, yeah, I haven't carved out the time to do it myself. But when I hear people like describe different shows or books or music or whatever, I'm always just. I, it, Makes me kind of figure out maybe there's something I should listen to or make time for because they've done the yeah, they've done it already. Well,
0: if you have any interest in music, like not even specifically hip hop, I think this is something for you,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: So, yeah, we still got we still have episode three though. Oh, yeah, which will drop. We're also watching, um,
1: what's that other show? Um, what is it even called? It's the Pamela and Tommy, which I don't even know if I feel comfortable like talking about it because i had no idea until as of recently that they're not being they're not like compensated for this like they probably didn't even okay the story apparently i don't know that for sure but yeah that's the word is that's so wrong they're probably not getting anything oh my god that breaks my heart because i just yeah but it is an interesting story the show is good though yeah
0: the Um, show is good the actors are great
1: oh my gosh the transformation that they made is i think that's what intrigued me the most like just the acting ability wild yep Because you have to really like, you have to really study a person to become them. And I'm like convinced at parts that this is them. I have to remind myself, no, this is obviously not them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Hold on, hold on. There's more more wins. Yeah, there was. um, There was, but I'm going to move on to my fails because it's topical and like, this is what's going on in the world. Um, Fuck, war. Literally, fuck more. Like it's upsetting and it's been a lot, and I don't talk about it on social media, but obviously I'm a lot more candid here. Um, I I don't I don't know enough, right? Like I haven't been following the history of these countries, but um, just to sh- set the record straight, like I, just from my dumb perspective, I don't understand war. Um, it, it really infuriates me that there are people that like would risk normal everyday humans like innocent humans lives for the benefit of some manipulative political outcome um i like i was laying in bed last night i didn't even tell you but i was like a fully awake because i was so worried that something like that could happen to us and i know that that's selfish because this is literally people's reality at this moment and i think that was like kind of where I was going, I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, like I'm so lucky to be laying here still and know that my kids are like safe and healthy and all, just all of it. It's very overwhelming. It's yeah. So that's just yeah, the I, biggest fail there.
0: Yeah. I, I would agree <laughs> with that. I think it's all pretty wild stuff. Um, I, without getting into too much detail, like I don't believe everything I see for, for what it's, depicted as i i my heart goes out to the ukrainian people and Mm. civilians they're the ones that are that are ultimately suffering and it sucks it's horrible um i think there's a lot more to this to the story i spoke with your uncle ted Mm -hmm. while i was helping him over the weekend he'd be an interesting guest he would be great he's a history buff he's an ex-marine like he knows a lot about a lot like he rattles off names and events and i'm just like dude I'm trying to follow, but I'm having a hard time right now. Um, but I think it's, I think you're, I think you're valid in, in, in your fears. And I think everyone probably has felt a little bit of this already. The, the reality is, is like in today's world with, with technology and, and abilities, like it could come anywhere at any time, you know, and that could be, I hate to like go dark, but like catastrophic mm-hmm. and that that's a real fear. You know, you're dealing with people's, people's egos and how people feel getting backed into corners and
1: bullshit. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. It's very scary. You cannot play like the fact that people play with other people's lives and like with no mercy, like with no, I'll never, I'll never be able to comprehend that there is so much evil out there in the world. And I know that you keep telling me like, you're going to have to just accept that this exists. I think you
0: have to accept that evil does exist and you have to do the best you can to prepare yourself at all times like it doesn't have to sound so like intense or serious Mm -hmm. but it's there you know and that's not something that you can control yeah but what i was gonna say is yeah this war is just stupid the only like the people that it actually affects that suffer are your everyday people and your your troops who are just like you or i Mm -hmm. you know um, but it doesn't affect the ones that are making decisions, pushing buttons. It's so,
1: yeah, it, it's so irrelevant. Like, it's just like a board game. It feels like a video game. Like, how are these people just controlling other people, you know, and, yeah. and like not suffering like any real consequences for yeah. their actions? And it just, I don't know, the older I get, the more everything comes to like the surface and becomes a little bit more black and white. And, I'll just say it like I don't I don't trust nobody like I don't trust I don't trust the system. I don't trust like I really don't even know if I trust our own government in a lot of ways. Like there's there's too much going on that we can obviously see that's like happening that we like oh, what the heck is happening. But then there's even more that I just wonder about like what could possibly be. So it's just a little bit. There's already there
0: are already things coming out about different pictures or stories that uh really pull on people emotionally coming from um, the conflict that's already happened in Mm -hmm. Ukraine and and what I'm trying to say is like words already coming out that those are fake they're hoaxes. What? Yeah like there was this thing there was this uh, I'm going to butcher somebody's I'll just use one example there was was this event that supposedly already happened on uh, a bordering island of Ukraine called Snake Island and apparently there were like 13 armed guards there and they um, I don't know exactly what their job is on the island, like what they're there for, but it's just border protection, I would imagine. Long long story short, there was a- Who's r-
1: who's military? Like,
0: Ukraine's. Okay. A Russian warship um, passed by, and apparently, like, you know, they made demands from the ship to put down your arms and surrender, mm-hmm. and the story, the original story was that the people on this island said, ultimately, like, Go fuck yourself. And then there were 13 of them and all 13 of them were murdered. That was the original story, but it was a story of like, like incredible bravery. Right. And the heart of the Ukrainian mm-hmm. military. Right. And people. But I just saw today. And again, it's like.
1: What's a credible You can't source? take
0: anything at face value. You have to do your own research. Um, but today I already saw that and like several others are, are hoaxes. What? And apparently rather than 13 people saying, go fuck yourself and then dying, it was like 82 or more people that have surrendered and given their arms up and whatever. Wow. Yeah. So it's, you know, you can't be blind to the fact that this sort of thing happens. Like this, pro- there's war propaganda, right? yeah. the marketing effort behind Ukraine or or whoever else might be involved, pending all this is true. They're doing a good job. They they may want people to back them. They want to pull on emotional strings because that, that – But
1: g- honestly, like – correct me if I'm wrong. I, I really – if I were a Ukrainian, okay, and this was actually happening, I, I would – that's survival. Like you say and do what you have to do to make sure your point is very clear and that you are getting supported.
0: Yeah, because if sure. you need
1: support, like and – and you're going to – it really doesn't – I don't know. I don't know. I, I just find this all just, like, so barbaric. I think it just goes
0: so much deeper. And it's, like, that's not knowledge that I, like, feel like I really have or feel comfortable sharing about. But it's not just Russia, Ukraine. There's a lot of other parties potentially involved. And there are a lot of other things that could be happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And
1: But that's the stuff I'm talking about. Like, the stuff happening behind the scenes. Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what is really going on And and.
0: Well, sometimes, sometimes, like, because of different agendas, and and I'm not going to speak on what those may be specifically, but, like, you're trying to pull people in for support. Ultimately, you go to war, and a lot of times going to war just brings financial gain for people in positions that it brings the gain to.
1: Jeez Louise. You know?
0: And so there are, there are people or countries in the world that actually want to be in war because profits are massive.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I have, yeah. I don't care. Like, so I think again, it's crazy. It sounds
0: like a lot of rambling. Like, I'm I'm trying to unpack things as they go, like, along with, like, doing my life with everybody else. But it's hard to do life when, you know, like, our realities are so polar opposite. Right now I think about that a lot throughout each day. Like, how am I sitting here with my kids watching this TV mounted on the wall or, or mm-hmm. going for a walk outside and I hear the birds chirping and somebody else's, you know – trying to find a new home because their apartment building was bombed or like they're worried that something's going to happen to them. You know, it's It's
1: unfathomable,
0: crazy. Crazy. Like
1: we are so advanced in so many ways yet we do so much wrong.
0: Well, yeah, it's just, it feels barbaric at this point. Yeah. So,
1: wow. So that's a rant for you. Um, this is going to be a long episode, but the good news is, is, uh, we're going to get into Kenny's conversation and that's just full of heart. And, um, unfortunately like it's our duty as adults to prioritize and I think I remind myself that because it's so easy to to be bogged down by just reality of like what's going on in the world and how much we don't have control of but what we do have control of are the things that like are tangible to us like what we do day to day and I think Kenny's a great example of of making shit happen for himself and you know having a really good positive attitude
0: Yeah. And just being a good person too.
1: Yeah. Sorry, we skipped. Do you want to get into your wins and fails? I feel like. (laughs) No, we'll
0: just call them combined wins and fails.
1: Okay. Um, Well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with Kenny. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, guys. So I started taking Athletic Greens because um, I was influenced I was totally influenced. That's the truth. I saw this on Instagram. I saw one of the girls that I follow like swearing by it. And at the time, I didn't have like a real morning routine other than like coffee. I didn't feel like I was putting something in my body first thing in the morning that I knew was doing wonders for me. So I was sold. And And I'm so glad because years later, here I am just feeling like this has added so much value to our life and like our health and even the health of our kids, you know, like
0: yeah. I feel like, it, I mean, I'll get into the nitty gritty for for you guys that appreciate that because I do, but it's like a one-stop shop for health. You know, we all probably have a bunch of vitamins, a bunch of random vitamins up in the cabinet or in a, like a junk drawer or whatever. Um, we're no different, but it's so much easier to pull this out, take one scoop, plop it in a, like a water bottle or whatever. Fill it with water, shake it up, take it, and you feel like you've done something so good for yourself.
1: Yeah, it's it's really simple and it tastes good too.
0: Right. So what's in it, guys? with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focused and aging, literally all the things. And
1: now, you know, with me working out and stuff, like it's just really good for recovery too.
0: Perfect. (laughs) Um, I I don't know what else I need to say. They have over 7,000 five star reviews Um, when you you order athletic greens this time around, your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is awesome. Um, Also so important to add in with these winter months um, while it's still cool when we don't get as much sunlight.
1: And even if you like people don't realize that it doesn't really matter. No one's really getting enough vitamin D. Like ask anyone and they're most likely deficient. And a, vitamin D a, is a happy I'm vitamin. A, I'm a daily D. He, he, Andrew just told me the other day the reason why he was having a stressful week last week was because he was down on D. He, he ran out.
0: Well, look, so now you can take care of your whole body and your mental and the way you feel and all yeah, that. it helps you sleep. All in one place. Exactly.
1: Okay, so to make it easy, you guys, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and you're also going to get five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com/adulting. Again, that's athleticgreens.com/adulting to take ownership over the health of yourself and pick up the ultimate daily
0: nutritional insurance. Do it. And now back to adulting like a mother father.
1: We're here with Kenneth Wiggins. Whoa. A.K.A. Big Kenny Actually, I never actually call you Big Kenny Do
0: you really go by, do you go by Ken now? No Because I will never call you that No, it's not like a Jamie to James thing No, 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 I'm Kenny, always
1: Always and forever
2: Always and forever
1: So Kenny, I'm so glad we finally have carved out the time It
2: only took, what, three years or something like that? I know
1: I know, but you know what, we save like the We're really actually saving the good ones for now Can you stop moving on this beanbag, please?
2: I'll try my
0: best.
1: Okay. Uh, So, Andrew and I are are cozied up on a nice little beanbag chair, and Kenny is sitting across from us in um, what I like to call my queen chair that I've had for over 15 years. (laughs) That's how my mouth works. And we're sitting in our closet. Um,
2: Hey, nice closet, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Very
1: nice that
0: we can all fit in here.
1: That's right. That's right. Andrew, are you excited to have your BFF?
0: Very excited. And we're actually, we've got a two mic situation going right now, so we're passing back and forth and I'm like at any second ready to grab it away from you. Take and, it away, kid. It's kind of, maybe we'll do a hold in the middle sort of thing and hopefully this picks up enough audio. Um, dude, I'm super excited to have you in here. Yes. It's a long time coming. It's, it's been necessary. Because
1: um, Kenny is one of the, that's, Kenny's probably the most interesting friend you have in some well, way. What does
0: that say about me? friend no i know
1: oh that means what does that that say about me you love interesting people that's why you're with me
0: (laughs) and i'm the most interesting that's fine (laughs) Damn girl maybe you back up just a little bit right now the birth is kicking (laughs) uh okay on a serious note so if you haven't picked it up yet kenny you and i go way back i was trying to think on the way down here or yeah i was
2: how long it has been and i'm I came to the number of 22 years. We have been like wow. solid friends. Does and we that go like, back to seventh grade? Seventh oh, grade. Seventh yeah, grade yeah. is 22 years. And then like we knew each other before a little bit like all-star baseball teams here and there like growing up. But you were never in like Elk Grove. You were always on the other side. So we were we knew of each other but not really like good friends. But seventh grade started kind of started our friendship and only went up from there. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it like dating? Because I don't have a best friend. Um, is it like dating when you like see a, a kid from a, like across the, the park and you, you make eyes and you're like mm, maybe one day.
2: Well, I never got to play like junior football, and Andrew was like the guy. So like he was like the quarterback of the team and everything, all that kind of stuff. And I
0: was always too fat to play. So it's a true story. It's true story. So he was, I he was. We had weight limits, and he weighed too much to be able to play.
1: Discrimination.
2: One hundred percent. That's my whole life.
0: The world hates big people (laughs) just hold up hold hold up (laughs) dang dude i don't like this too much situation quickly tell the story about uh the one that always sticks out to me is is like grade school kindergarten something like that like too big to sit in a regular desk yeah yeah so i was in i was in kindergarten
2: and my uh teacher like called my mom into like the or like parent teacher conference and was like um, Kenny's been a problem in class. He's too big to fit underneath the desk, so I had to <laughs> set him at his own desk by himself, and I had to go out and buy special crayons for him because his first fat first hands novel. can't hold the little crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Swear. And my mom my mom flips. You know, oh, you know yeah, my mom. Yeah. Oh, big Sue got she his went, back She went day. mama bear, and, and she just went... Are you segregating my kid from the rest of class because of his size? Like bubble, like went crazy. And yeah. imagine
0: today, dude, you'd be segregated by size, but also have your plastic barrier around you. Exactly, that would be something. shield A bubble, yeah, mm. yeah. We won't talk too much about that, but no. Um, <laughs> okay. Going going back to junior football. So you were too big to play. Too big to play. It must I, have killed you, man, because you 100%. were an athlete. Like we knew each other. We knew of each other through little league baseball. Yep. And I was always like, dude, this kid's fucking massive, you know, like it'd be great to have him on the football team,
2: but yeah, I couldn't do it. And like my older brother always played junior herd and my dad coached, So like I was always around the, around the program and everything. And then my dad was coached high school, freshman football as well. So kind of had that, like, I was always the ball boy on the team. I was a ball boy for your brother's team. And, um, so it was, it was, I
0: was always around football, but never got the chance to play until my freshman year. Yeah, that sucks, but I'm sure it served you so well because you're always hanging around the older kids, the bigger kids, probably jumping in once in a while for drills or just oh, yeah. just messing around with them. Oh yeah, I was always I was always in there with the drills and trying to punk all the like
2: the weak kids on the <laughs> on the freshman team as like a sixth grader.
0: You got to make your mark, man. Oh yeah, always. That's great. Okay, so on the note of sports, because we got a lot to talk about with sports, and our audience isn't necessarily like uh, sports focused in any way. But I do want to talk about it because I have, like, you're my dude, man. And I have so much respect for, like, the person that you've become and, like, your journey along the way. And for anybody that's, like, 100% unfamiliar with Kenny, he just, saw, like, he's a, he's a big mofo, I right? Know, he was probably destined to do something in the sports world. But, like, hardest working, most down-to-earth dude. Um, and never, like, even with your physical attributes, like, never had it easy. No. No. And I mean, even
2: from like a young age and like high school age and everything, like I never thought I was good enough to be like where I was, you know, like I always kind of had that in the back of my mind where like there's always somebody that's going to be better than me and I know that and that's okay, but I'm going to outwork that guy too. So like that's kind of how I attacked everything. That's how I attacked like even to this day, like we like go back and see how like we were raised in like the sports world and everything like that. And we use that in our everyday life For and it's, sure. and it's, and it's hard. I mean, I don't know how you guys kind of like interact with each other, but with me and my wife, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to like, to relate to her in like those ways that do you try I, to throw like sports analogies at her? 100%. It? she says, don't coach me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so I'm like, okay, like I get it. Like
1: give me an example of what that um, looks like.
2: Just like, maybe just um like how she like wants to like work out like or like a diet or something like that I'm, i am completely black, black and white like i'm saying i'm gonna do this and it, it gets done you know like she's like uh i'm gonna live in the gray area i'm mm-hmm. like uh, that doesn't work like mm-hmm. it just it just it's just kind of how you kind of butt heads and I'm, you, I'm so black and white and she's like lives in that gray area and She thinks it works for her, and I don't think it works for her, whatever it is. Like, that's kind of how we kind of disagree. But in my mind, I just see black and white, and she sees gray a little bit.
1: Well, a lot of it comes back to, like, if you look at both of your, like, career choices, right? For a long time, she was a teacher. Mm-hmm. She was kind of the disciplinarian, and you were being disciplined most of your upbringing. Yes. You always were kind of told what to do, or you had deadlines or things that you had to, like, be ready for, whereas she kind of, like, led the, the room. For sure. So I can only imagine how, like, That's... in some ways that works, right, in a relationship, but in other ways there's just a total, like, misunderstanding.
0: That's deep. Um, who leads the room in your relationship? Um, it depends on the situation.
2: So like we both have our strengths, right? Like she is more of like the, um, she handles like the medical side of things. She handles like education side of things. I'm financial. I'm, I'm like more of like the bigger picture kind of thing. she's a dreamer, like 100%. She is a dreamer. She says, Oh, I want to, I want to have a house in San Diego. I'm like, okay. Let's take a step back. How do we get to that point? How do we, how do we do this? How do we do that? Like, and she just sees the end, the end product. And I'm the beginner. Like I need to start from ground up. Like, all right, here's $1. Let's turn
0: it into two. Like, that's, that's kind of how I work. I like it. So she's, I mean, there's a little bit of a mix there, but like, she's like your chief admin officer and also operations. And you're like, in some ways CEO, cause you're out trying to make it happen. I'm more of like the
2: owner that is like just on the front of the company and kind of just like does the face and the big the big picture stuff. And yeah. she's like the person behind the you're scenes the doing all the
0: all growth the little, officers. So yeah. you're out just trying to build a bigger pie. Yep.
1: Wait, let's talk about building a bigger pie because um, we haven't really touched into like gone into like the NFL career, right? Because that is like a huge part of who you are and what you're probably best known for to the public, but also like for yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's how you identify as right in some
2: degree 100% yeah
1: but that chapter has now kind of like closed yeah in some ways but it's the beginning of so much more yep. and when you talk about a relationship and you talk about who's delegating what like Now you're in a whole new phase of life where you guys are actually working together. What is that like?
2: It's, it's definitely different. Like we have the, like, like we said, we definitely have our different strengths and, and weaknesses and stuff like that. And we know that in each other, we don't try to like step on each other's toes. And like, I'm like, okay, like, you know what to do there, like handle it. I know what to do here. I'm going to handle this side of it. And so like, we just opened a Mayweather boxing and fitness in Clovis If you guys want memberships, let me know. Um, But um, I'm sure there's some people from Clovis. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. We have
1: another location possibly popping up.
2: Popping up in Fresno in hopefully early 2023 or late 2022. But I mean, so I handled all the construction stuff and she didn't even touch the construction stuff. Like, so it was kind of like, it was good to like, kind of see where like our strength pulled from Mm -hmm. and kind of like fed off of each other. And I think that's why we're like such a good team because where I'm strong is where I'm strong, she's weak and where she's weak, I'm strong. And that's kind of really good.
0: Was there always that mutual respect between you guys though? Like, were you like, were you always able to see the strength in the other person and then step back when you know that like, that's where they shined? One, 100%. I would say on my side, it was probably a little bit
2: more of like, Hey, I know I, I I mean I you know me I don't have an ego at all like you can kind of you can tell me what to do and I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt and I'm going to I'm going to take every amount of information into my brain and process it and and try to output the the best possible solution and so like she was a little bit more of a kind of uh harder to get through mm-hmm. just because she's so smart and like I mean, well, she's, she, she's like me. Like you think, you know, it all, you think you're
0: the best at every hundred percent.
2: Yes. One hundred percent. That's why I was like, you are. I told her all the time. You're like, like Andrew, like our relationship is the same kind of way where it's just
0: non sexual Yes. Mostly
2: little bit but um (laughs) (laughs) but i we've always we've always talked about like this like i'm more like Daniela, and jen's more like andrew because of like our career paths that kind of stuff how we kind of interact with each other but yeah she's good was a little bit more of like trying to give up that that power and and realize that i am really good at some things that she's not as good at but i mean we've, we've come to like a a mutual agreement on, on certain things and it's great. Like it's really good to like kind of see us like starting these companies and working together
0: and it's, it's fun. Would you say that you've already found your step? Like you've already found your groove together as Mm. business partners
2: for sure. But there's also like, always room for growth. There's always room to improve on everything you guys do. Then, I mean, I'm always looking at like, where can we get better as a couple, as a marriage, as parents, as business owners, like, cause she's the person we, I deal with every single day. Like her and, and case I deal with them every single day. So it's like, we're always, I'm always looking like how to be more like intentional with like the things that we do. Is she that way
0: too? Sorry. I know you want to say something. Is she that way too though? Like it, Will she agree to like sort of go after things that way, just like you do? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's been, it's been a battle a little bit, but
2: Uh. it's, it's been a really like hard for me mentally because I have to like in my old job, I'm like, all right, you're not doing your job. I'm going to fight you or I'm going to yell at you or I'm going to scream at you until you get your job or you're going to get fired and you're out of here. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, literally that's how it was. We, we would fight each other. Like mm. it, it would happen. Yeah. It just
0: gets physical. Yeah. Big burly dudes.
2: So like now I can't fight my wife, obviously. So it's, I have to find different ways to kind of like articulate that to her and which has been hard and it's been challenging for me, especially moving into the business world too. Cause now I'm dealing with a lot of women on the, on the business side too like our studio manager was a woman and i can't really yell at her like a man you know like or tell her what i want to do
0: like, i guess you can't even do that like in a like in a business setting exactly you know? yeah, some people do but i would say it's it's pretty old school. yeah at this for point. sure
2: but i mean it's been a definitely a, a not a struggle but just more of a challenge but i like it so yeah. it's like kind of it's she's an ever like i i can't figure her out and i've been trying to for for This is your studio manager? No, my wife. <laughs> I've been trying to figure her out for the last whatever 12 years it's been and and it's uh it's still a challenge.
1: Okay, well Jen's not here and one day we're going to have her on the show because Perfect. she needs to speak up for herself at this point.
2: But... Uh, oh, she she knows. like uh, she she knows. I'm not to say anything I wouldn't say to her face.
1: No, I know, but here's the part that I think is so interesting because I think we have this in common and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do as well. We both kind of came from careers, Andrew too, like actual careers that took a lot of like hard work, dedication, focus, time. Um, And then really when we started like having a family is when kind of all of us decided to do something very different and making a transition from something that you're A, known for, know best, and really are like, that's what you've been doing for so long to something very new. Like, what did that look like for you being an athlete you know and then like that that is so different going into a business world like now you own franchises a couple different ones you have rental properties i mean it's a lot
2: yeah i mean it is um luckily like we've been able to do these things which has been great which some people don't and don't have like the mental capacity to do it jen is a very good partner in that area where she can be like okay we can do this we can do this with this 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 is what we need to do we need to hire somebody here like she's really good at at running like the day-to-day kind of stuff and and seeing that and i'm like more big picture like all right how are we gonna do it whatever you know so (laughs) dumb it down for me exactly exactly (laughs) a dumb football player exactly but no it's no i know i know but it's it's different um definitely because having the structure of football it's been it's been ingrained in me since i was 13 years old like helps I, everything right i've been doing the exact same thing like for the last 20 years of my life yeah so crazy. like having to transition into like okay like i don't have to get ready for in april anymore like i can just kind of cruise the whole year and do the same kind of routine where it's been my whole entire life has been in seasons you know like i have off season i have i have spring i have spring football i have summer and then i have training camp and then i have season and then it's like a whole entire rotation of like the sun around the earth you know like it's or the earth around the sun yeah exactly (laughs) i didn't even catch it yeah but uh usually you catch that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm, try to make everybody mm -hmm. feel stupid it's all right (laughs) oh
0: i'm not that guy yeah you are just you <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but um yeah so it's been a it's been a challenge i'm excited for it it's been i'm ready for it i'm i'm mentally ready for
0: like retirement i want to stop i want to stop you just real quick uh are, are you there are you like in your mind are you done because because yeah. okay so te- you had a what 10 year or 11 year 11 asterisks on and off teams like had to work as ass off to stick around and it's not common. Most people, they call it the not for long league Mm -hmm. because most people are in and out really quickly because it's really hard to stick around.
1: It's really hard on your body.
0: Really hard on your body. You hear about these athletes making major money, but it's really a small percentage of the the ones that actually get to that point, right? But even so, like if you're making rosters and you're playing in games and stuff, the money for this part of your life is nice. Yes. Right? I mean, I
2: remember in college when we were living together, it was just... it was dude i had there was times i had like fourteen dollars in my bank account and it's like <laughs> yeah. the 12th of the month i'm like oh i guess i can't put gas in the car i gotta yeah. walk to school you know like <laughs> or your brother stuff. needed it yeah <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> Man, do I know.
0: dude sorry josh um uh, <laughs> your your exit from the league is still fairly recent mm-hmm. and i know we've talked a few times about where you're at like are you are you there now or are you done for sure yeah i'm done um it's it's for
2: sure time. I'm ready to be a dad. I'm ready to be a business owner. I'm ready to be the best husband and like grow my legacy in a different way. Yeah. It's like
1: I'm going to cry. That's so sweet. No. Um okay, this I I love that you said that because I have we haven't really talked about like where you're at now family-wise and I you know you you and Jen have been through like so much to get to where you are now and have your beautiful family and Kaysen is so beautiful and healthy and fun and crazy and cute and adorable do you feel comfortable sharing a little bit abo- about like your family planning journey and then
2: yeah i'm open book okay yeah i mean yeah we tried we tried to have a family for about 3 years and um ended up going the whole IVF route. We had Jen and I both had problems on both of our sides. So, um, we kind of went through a whole journey on fail after fail of IVF transfer, like embryo transfers. And I think we failed six times had, um, a natural miscarriage in there as well, which I don't think it was a really a pregnancy it was more of like a, they call it chemical pregnancy, but we count it. And, um, so, crazy. We were in the, in the search for a surrogate to, to put a, a baby in a, another person of our, it's, it would have been our baby, but mm-hmm. it would have been in another person. And Jen found a, a, uh, Facebook person as a fertility coach on Facebook. And she was like emailed her or whatever, Facebooked her and said, looked at our kind of our our kind of our whole situation. She says, "I can guarantee you a baby in two transfers or your money back." And I said, "Wow, write a check." Wow. <laughs> so she took a whole a whole look at our like kind of like our procedure that we've been through with um, our doctor down in San Diego. And then um, she was like, okay, your doctor's great, but your embryologist who made the embryos are subpar. So let's, let's kind of like, let's put you with this other doctor and kind of start over and see what happens. And first one happens. He's... He's stuck. He was in there, dude. That is wild. No,
0: it's, this is a really stupid question, I'm sure. So there's people that are like better at making the embryos mm-hmm. than others. So it's like in my mind, I'm picturing like it's a science project. Yep. And one just has better hands and like better skills than the um, next.
2: It's more of like um, being able to separate the one sperm that's like the best sperm out of the whole entire bunch, wow. and then putting it into the into the egg. So like. It's it's basically you you take it's called the ICSI process and the or the ICSI or the Pixie process either or the, you take the one embryo and you and you or the one sperm and you put it into the one egg that's like the best quality sperm versus the
0: best quality. Dude, this egg. is like microscopic, 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 microscopic yes. stuff, right? Yes, yes.
2: Atom, like atoms, basically, like wow. chromosomes, like being put together. And we got twelve twelve brothers and sisters in the freezer in in San Francisco, so all of his brothers and sisters are already all made. Wow! Yeah. It, it blows my mind. Yeah.
1: It, no, it's it's miraculous, really. It,
2: it really is. And like we kind of like uh, went through like the whole like, is it like immoral to like kind of like do this and and kind of um, like it's not in like God's hands or whatever it is, but. Um, God put those people on, on earth to do this kind of stuff as well. Mm. So that's kind of how we kind of helped you along the way. Exactly.
1: What do you think the main difference was when you made the change?
2: I think it was the process that they put Jen through and, um, the making of the embryo.
1: Do you think that there was any sense of like, relief just knowing that you had a different support system and that maybe like you had a little bit of hope or something or that maybe there was like settled tweaks i remember i think i remember jen saying like oh she's ha- she has me like doing something a little different maybe it was like diet related or
2: yeah so there was there was definitely diet related which we did uh on most of the other ones like we did we did like diet where we did like it was called whole 30 and you basically just cut out everything processed you do everything all mostly all natural like I know you're not going to like this but like grass-fed meats and stuff like that like the most healthy meats you can you can get um, and like no processed foods, no grains, no sugars, no, none of that stuff. So basically if it's like if it comes from the earth
0: naturally, yep, it's part of it.
2: Yep, you can eat it. If it doesn't if you look on the if you look on like the ingredients package and you doesn't have a you can't know it you don't know what it is, yeah. you can't eat it.
0: Gotcha. So, like,
2: that's what it like. That's kind of like the diet it was. It was, it was tough because Jen's a picky eater and she's like, does not like fruits and vegetables very much. So, she's like a me- <laughs> meat and potatoes girl. I love that. So, but it, it sounds is, like
1: that didn't even work. No, so that's what it, you were doing, right? But
2: see, it all helps. I guess
1: it, it helps. Yeah, right? it
2: all, it all helps. She was doing acupuncture. She was doing all this kind of stuff, seeing a chiropractor, all this kind of stuff just to get like the.
0: Body ready for a baby, best way possible. Two things that stick out to me. One, um, do you feel comfortable sharing the name of the coach that she found on Facebook? Do you remember? Uh, remember Just send it to I'll, me. I'll if you're it comfortable to sharing. It send it and I'll we'll put it, it on the show links. Yeah. Okay. Two, like as you're going through the journey, she, you know, she's doing all these physical things. Like, how much of it do you think was mental? And like, what, if anything, did you guys like focus on doing on that side of it? I mean
2: trust me like those those 3 years that we were going through it was like really hard on her especially and it was super hard on me because I couldn't help mm-hmm. it was like basically I've done everything I I did I, I did, I've done everything I could do and that's just go into a cup and like that was it you know did, like
0: did it drive a wedge in between you guys at times no i think
2: it, i think it made us
0: better honestly yeah. you would th- you would th- like i only asked that because you would think that like in those really intimate situations, like you two are the only ones that really understand what's going on. you would really lean on each other, but oftentimes it works the other way. And I think it's just because it's so stressful individually that you're just looking for a place to lash out, you know, yeah, then, for sure. And like, she was like, you don't understand.
2: I'm like, I don't like, I, I, I have no idea how to help you in this situation. I, I can't help you. I don't have a vagina or an uterus to like carry a baby. I can't do anything like it's debatable. Yeah. I mean, maybe I got the hips to bear one though.
1: <laughs> so, you know, cut to where you are today. You, you, she carried a, a baby full term. Yep, beautiful child. Yep. Okay, um, you know, anything can happen, right? With like, you, and you don't know. You know, at some point, like throughout your pregnancy, you do your twenty-week scan. You start to get into the nitty-gritty about the health of the child. Um, at this point, like, you're so grateful that you're pregnant, but. Were there points where you just felt like, you know, you were nervous, you learned things about your pregnancy?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, at 20 Weeks, we found out that he was going to have a cleft palate and cleft lip, which was like, it's it's super common. Like, it's very, it's like one in like 700. I didn't even realize it. And so we found out that um, it was just another thing that like kind of just got piled on to us. It was kind of weird, like in my early football career. Like, it wasn't great. I'd been cut a bunch of times, was home, was, like, just and our, like, we didn't have any problems going on, like, outside of football. And then when I was, like, successful in my football career, we had all these problems going on. So, it was, like, none. the two didn't line up at all. So, it's just, like, maybe the universe balancing us out a little bit. But, I mean, we found that out. Um, it kind of, it was a shock for sure. Um, we were hoping that it was just a lip which is kind of just a cosmetic kind of thing. But then we saw like once he was born that it was a palette. and um, we did our research. It gave us time to do our research and figure out what we wanted to do, what steps we wanted to take to like go through the whole process. Um, So we ended up interviewing a bunch of teams across the country. We interviewed at Michigan we interviewed at Stanford, um, Fresno children's hospital. And then we ended up going with uh, CHLA down here in LA which the doctor was awesome. They have like a, um, a ch- a charity organization where they go around the, the the world and fix cleft lips everywhere. And the person who basically started the whole entire thing, operation smile, his son is the one who did the surgery on, oh on my case. Gosh. So
1: oh, operation smile. Yeah. Okay.
2: So basically he met, we met with him, uh, one time and he, we, he called me personally and was like, I can guarantee you are going to want to come and get your surgery done by me just because that's how confident I am in doing it. And like, right when I got off the phone with him, Jim was like, he kind of seems like arrogant dickhead. I'm like, that's the exact person I want operating on my five week old. Oh my God. You know, like that was like the hardest thing ever. Like him being born and everything was, 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 was great. I loved the whole entire process. Like we knew it was coming. It wasn't a surprise. So it was kind of, we knew we didn't know about the the palate, but that was like the worst part. But the hardest part ever is watching your five week old getting wheeled back on a gurney to have like face surgery, which was which was tough. But um, he's tougher than ever. He's he's a the toughest little dude ever. He um, I think that kind of helped him in like the long run. He's like. He's a bruiser. He is a meathead. He just runs around, fights our puppy, and everything. So he's <laughs> he's he's doing well, and he's completely his his palate's closed. His lip is closed, and he's he's ready to go. Yeah, he's a handsome little dude. Too. Yeah,
0: he is. He's going to steal all the girls. They're gonna everybody's going to have to follow you on on Instagram. D- drop your handle real quick, Wig Daddy sixty. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) should we leave it right there no no no. okay so you're gonna follow him you're mostly gonna see reposts from his wife Jen uh, with videos of of case running around I need to start being more active on Instagram you do do. you've
1: got got so much going on I know you know and sometimes that's when it's hardest to post right I just like living
2: in the moment though You know, I don't like to be like having my phone out all the time like capturing stuff I'm like I want to capture it in my brain because in my brain Probably feels so much better than it is in real life,
1: dude. You know I hear mean? you loud and clear. The pressure to post is,
0: oh, for yeah. sure. Case, I just love watching, like, because I know the story, yeah, you know, I know you guys' background, like. I just sound stupid, but like I love the videos of him just running around the property. Now you guys basically live on a little farm, and he like he's always like in a diaper or <laughs> some some piece of clothing is off. Mm-hmm. Probably no shoes. Yep. Like got a puppy on his side now, like literally running through mud puddles. Mm-hmm. It's the best, man. Dude, he's
2: he's having the time. He loves it out there. He he he's having the time of his life. I can only imagine what it would have been like if we had something like that growing up, and like just like the the amount of room that we like he has is, is, is going to be awesome. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. We, we just recently got a little taste of that while we were in between homes. We went and stayed on the farm property, um, in thousand Oaks and we became friends with the owners of the property and it's like 200, 214 acres or something like that. And between the two, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, they have they have four kids. And like so many times we've been like, dude, this is the dream mm-hmm. life for kids. Like I saw how much geo enjoyed it for three weeks. I'm like, this would be amazing at some point. So I just, I just know that this dude is thriving and I feel like physical beings grow to the size of their environment. So it's likely that he's going to be a pretty large human. Well, my house wasn't too big, (laughs) (laughs) but the heart was, Oh, the heart was big for sure.
1: Can we talk about the heart and your family? Like I remember, first of all, I remember when I met you for the first
2: time, I remember too. (laughs) Do <laughs> you want to get into that story? <laughs> All right. So Andrew's like, oh, I'm dating this girl. Um, uh, you got to come over and meet her or, or she's going to come over and, and meet you or whatever, whatever it was. And you're living right by, uh, in Woodland Hills in that apartment with Sam. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she comes in and we're like just talking and I'm the kind of person like who whenever I meet somebody at first, I'm going to make them feel as awkward as possible just to kind of like get them loose, you know? So when she introduces me, she like jumps like jumps on Andrew's bed and was like, yeah, I love this bed. It's like such a silent bed. And I said, what? Why? What do you call? What's a silent bed for? Just trying to make her just feel as uncomfortable as possible <laughs> because I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I, w- I would be a little intimidating presence sure. in a room and I'm just making sure that everybody around me is as, as comfortable as possible but it was fun I just kind of got into the got into a little glimpse into Daniella's mind I and, can't and it was it was <laughs> it was a good first impression
1: you know it's intimidating meeting the best friend of like the guy you're into or the person you're into because that person is so meaningful to to the person you're into and you want to have a good rapport and i just remember being like oh i'm gonna meet him." it's like it's like meeting the parents but like better because like you you know each other on a level that like not even your own parents would know
2: we definitely know each other on a whole different level
1: wait do you have like one very you're an open book so like do you have a story that maybe i don't even know that you would be willing to share that's just like andrew's like what Something from your childhood or your past or your college or your high school, Ooh. whatever. Oh, he's got one.
2: No, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I have many stories, but uh, hmm, nothing too. I'm, I don't want to get like too bad. I mean, a lot of them. Uh,
1: You've got one, and you're not saying. I you. was
2: a good kid
0: for sure. We were both really good. I was kids. a rule follower. We you both, both were.
2: Have we
1: good both moms, were. Like,
0: although you used, used to throw uh, frozen water balloons. <laughs> Right, or no. maybe just water balloons with your brother, at, yeah. at, at the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was, I mean, that's harmless.
2: Water balloons, come if on. If they're frozen, it's it wasn't frozen. I didn't throw any frozen ones. Oh, uh, no. just Josh. It was just might have been Josh. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we did we did some stupid things. But I was always the kind of guy who like I did stupid things, but I definitely thought about the consequences and like before I did them, and. Never really, I never got in trouble. Mm -hmm. I never got caught doing those stupid things. So does that make me smart or what? I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, a lot of people who got caught
0: were stupid and I didn't get caught. So I'm smart. (laughs) That's right. It's one way to put it. I would say that um, we were pretty good kids. You know, we came from, from very similar backgrounds. Our parents, my parents split when I was 15 and I was, you know, for the next three years or so, I was primarily with my mom. You live with me for a little bit too. I, I live. when you moved out to go to Fresno to play football. We um, we yeah. had moved in with a boyfriend of mm-hmm. hers during my last year of high school, I think. And uh, it, after a year or so, it didn't work out, and we didn't have a place. Like we needed somewhere to go. Yeah, we yeah. My mom and I, um, yeah, and. You know, we were like family, right? Yeah. The four of us, me, you, my mom, your mom. And so, yeah, dude, I slept in your room on the floor on like maybe three or four blankets stacked up for about a month. Yeah, And I got to say, like, like that's what I think about with with our upbringing. Like, it didn't matter. Like, our parents were gritty in the sense that, like, they had a lot thrown at them. They, they dealt with all of it. But at the same time, they, like they were always amazing moms. Like always made us as comfortable as possible. Always put food on the table. Always like your house, especially makes me feel like your mom just had like this, this energy about her and like this, this warm love. So it didn't matter if you were sleeping on the floor. Like it was still comfortable. Yeah. You know,
2: I always said we always have everything we needed, not everything we wanted.
0: Yeah. That's how we kind of grew up. Yeah. Like
2: we always had everything we needed. Like it's just what it was, you know, like it may not have been like the best stuff, but it was everything that we needed. We had, and, I mean, like you said, we were like rule followers. Like, we had other stuff in mind that we, like, we didn't want to get in trouble because we didn't want to not play football or
0: basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, we almost didn't have time. We didn't have the time on our hands to get ourselves in trouble. No,
2: because, I mean, we, we, were, we were dedicated to the sports and everything, and... I mean, <clears throat> I remember running routes for you, like in in the park or like mm-hmm. in the soccer field practice. Like, I didn't play receiver, but like, I wanted you to get better because yep. it was going to make all, us all look better. You yeah, know, like for sure, that was the kind of mindset we had, like at a young age, and that's that's kind of kind of how we carried over, like into adulthood too, which is which is fun to see. Yeah. Like all of our all of our groups of friends, that's like doing really well. Like, there's yeah. some shitheads out there for sure, but for like. Sure. Like, our kind of our our, our solid group of guys, is, it's, it's, it's fun
0: to watch. Dude, yeah, it's really cool because, I mean, we come from Elk Grove. Like, yeah. nobody, a lot of times I don't even say Elk Grove anymore. I feel like I'm getting back to that because I'm proud of it, mm-hmm. you know? But a lot of times I'll say Sacramento because that's the one place people might know of. But a lot of people, like, even in California, say Sacramento. And they're like, wait, where is that again? Yeah, exactly. No, you know?
1: That's the capital, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah, the people that we've stayed close to, and I feel like that's that's just kind of how you migrate through life. Like you are looking for the people that are into the same things and it's gonna make you better, one hundred percent. But like, I am really proud, man. We come from a place where like people work their ass off, mm-hmm. you know, to get by.
2: To get by, people work their ass off to get by. Like that's that's and that's another reason, like, why I wanted to get out of there mm-hmm. because I didn't want that like same life that like like my mom had or like. Your mom had or whatever it was like I wanted like something better. I wanted to like and I saw football as that outlet that I could get out of there and I could because did you really see that at that time? I saw that like my my junior year of high school when when Hoskins pulled me aside and was like, you can do something if you really want to. Wow. And I was like, all right, I got to. Yeah. I saw I saw like I didn't want to struggle like my mom like for yeah. sure you know like my mom struggled my mom was cleaning toilets at Costco during Christmas time just so she could buy us Christmas presents. Yeah. Like I didn't want to do that. You know like you know like it was it was it was tough to like sit back and watch and I couldn't really do anything because like mm-hmm. I was so busy with sports and
0: everything and she but like the fact that they even afforded us the luxury of being able to do that when like they were like literally putting stuff on on credit cards piling up debt just to make ends meet yep. you know yep mm. crazy yeah that's that's why i do i asked I asked if you could like actually see that clearly because when I look back at that time like i I didn't see it like that I just saw it as this is normal this is all I know yeah you I, know?
2: D- I definitely saw it I definitely saw it and that was like one way I knew that I could help my mom would be to get a scholarship. Right. And I knew I had the talent. I knew I was like eight, but I was knew I was capable of doing it. I had to work my ass off for sure, but it ended up like working out in the long run and it's turned into a 11-year NFL career.
0: Would you say that she's proud of you?
2: I uh, maybe a
0: little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I could I feel like there are so many like little rabbit holes that oh, we could go down for sure. and I could talk to you all day. Cause it's easy. Like this is the type of podcasting I like to do cause it's just comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people are going to enjoy it and I think there needs to be a part two, part three, whatever That's makes good. sense, but we should cut it here. But before we do, is there anything that anything else that you want to touch on?
1: um, no, I feel like we covered a lot. I think it would be cool to have Jen at some point. For sure. Because I've always admired your relationship and, you know, I, I, I would love to learn more about, like, you know, the different tips and things that you guys have done along the way. Because we've sure. been together about the same time and, you know, you learn a lot about each other during that time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say, holding like, not holding off, but, like, the, the three years of, like, trying for a kid made us, like, our relationship ridiculously, like, strong. And that's like the foundation that like helped us where we are now was just being able to being able to like be in like vulnerable in those times and like having each other's backs basically. And it was, it was really good. Um, Don't get me wrong. Like there's still a lot of room for growth on both of our sides. Like we like for sure, like there's, it's always a work in progress. Like it's never perfect. No one's perfect. I told you guys that last week. No one's perfect. You just gotta find someone to live with their shit. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's how we're gonna wrap this one up. There
2: you go. Find I guess
1: that you can live with their shit.
2: Exactly.
0: Because everybody has shit. That's right. That's true. I, I, I gotta be honest, I feel I feel mixed on that because I, I fully resonate, but then the the part of me who I think is no, she's shaking her head. This is just, this is just a personal thing for me. I think, and it's something that I have to work on. The The part of me that doesn't feel settled a lot of the time, always thinks that there's more. It can always be, it could always be better. You know what I mean? So like I resonate with, I resonate with, um, finding someone where you can deal with their shit, but it's also like, is that as, is that as good as it gets? But I know it's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The grass is never greener on the other side.
0: Oh, I fully understand that.
1: Or maybe it is.
0: No, I've understood It might not always be.
1: might not always be.
0: The grass is greenest where you water it.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. drop the mic. I
0: like that. Chad told me that the other day, and he had had said that to me before. You guys are both plant guys. Yeah. Dude, but that's why plants are so special. That's true. You know? I mean...
1: Well, I've, no, we I've don't got have a whole. To get into That's a whole other episode.
0: All right, whole other episode. I'm sorry, man. We were going to cut it. We start talking about marriage. I have ten other questions I want to ask you. Marriage, his marriage. Oh, his okay. his marriage. Um, anything you want to send off on? No, man.
2: Okay. I can't wait to be back. It only took me three. Maybe maybe it'll be less than three years this time.
1: Oh yeah. You have a standing um, invitation. You're always welcome.
0: Let's do it. Maybe one day we'll have a studio, or maybe one day we'll build out like a closet. As a studio, I'll build you guys a. I'll build you guys a um, podcast table.
1: Andrew doesn't want to let you go. Is what it sounds like. Usually, Andrew's the one wrapping it up. He's like only thirty minutes this time. Only
2: thirty minutes. He doesn't want to
0: let you go. It's true. I do like. I do like to, you're my best friend, man. He never wants to let me go.
1: Aww. What's it like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could be with us too. You could be our friend too. Ouch, <laughs> dude! Thank you, man. Love you. Love you too. Love you, Jen. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time.
1: Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, I'm actually warming up to the idea of having conversations with guests that we like vibe with that I think add more context to just adulthood and (laughs) how they're doing it. So um, I'm sure Kelly will already do this because she's so good about it. But if you feel like you want to suggest any cool guests that you think will align with like our style and just have like a very open, chill conversation, um, send them our way. You know, I think we should also do a lot more parents. Like, to be able to just talk to parents, like, about life, too, that just – that's such an easy, flowing just conversation. For just Just that's it. Like, I was telling Kelly also earlier on the way over here, she was like, I've been seeing a lot of people doing these, like, um, virtual – I guess what she called them, like, um, like, book readings and stuff or, like, book clubs. Mm. And she said, but some people are pivoting away to, like, more of just, like, community group sessions. And I'm like, my goodness, would it be great to have, like, an adulting, like, a mother-father parenting, like, just – community group yeah, session <laughs> like yeah. a support group for parents Could to you just imagine talk
0: setting something up for this group and having Rebecca come in no and...
1: I've already thought about that that'd be great I almost feel like because we have a session with her this week like we just sort of plant the seed and like see if she would even be interested yeah do it because she's added so much value and we're so behind on our sessions with her but this is someone who's just like been instrumental and we've mentioned her before but if you guys are interested in that maybe Kelly pull up a little poll and uh, we'll see where it goes Thanks
0: for listening. See you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to adulting like a mother father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods.